0: Welcome to Woffle's Press Box Podcast, where we discuss the latest topics in the professional world of sports. Enjoy our exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches, insiders, and fans. And now, here's your host, Gary Woffle. Welcome again to another Woffle's Press Box Podcast, as usual. Joining me today in our uh, luxurious studio in beautiful downtown Caledonia. Is the one and only Jerry tab.
1: Thank you. Good to be here.
0: And I'll get all the uh all the unnecessary things out of the way, but how was your holidays? And holidays. what was your best present? Did you, was there a best present uh, uh, I, uh, I, under I, your I A
1: lot of nice presents. So I upgraded my Wi Fi at home. I now am a, a lot faster getting on the internet and downloading stuff. Got myself a new router. Wow. So, wow, you're man, good to go.
0: Life is but a dream. So, you can build a studio at your place now? I could. <laughs> <laughs> we could have studio B. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our studio on the road, you know? <laughs> That's
1: right, exactly. Yeah.
0: And, and my nicest present was you and your lovely wife, Judy, taking my wife and I out for dinner. Oh. And you were actually paying for it. I was like. <laughs>
1: I mean, what more could I ask for? I, I mean, I had to figure out how, way, how to do that sometime.
0: It was very nice of you. So, I mean, we had a very it, good
1: time. We did, yeah. A it beautiful was a, time with the Waffles, I believe we called it.
0: Yeah, no, it was outstanding. We will definitely do that again. Any, any of you guys that are listening to this podcast can join us.
1: <laughs> and It would be nice, too. I'm sure the girls would like to do a podcast with us. Uh, I don't think we'll let them
0: do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Well, by the way,
1: Gary, Happy New Year.
0: Thank you. You too. This is. I'm looking really looking forward to this year. Although I did hear some bad news the other day. Uh, one of my friends came down with Parkinson's, and I go, Oh, "Great! This is a great start to the uh, mm-hmm. new year." But, anyways, yeah, should be fun. Should be a lot of good things, especially uh, happening on the Wisconsin sports scene. So,
1: you see how far the Bucks can go.
0: Yeah, how far the Bucks can go, and I'm really, really looking forward to the Milwaukee Brewers season. Yes, uh, my interest has been piqued. You know, the last couple of years, but I can't remember. How excited I've been about Brewers going to spring training as mm-hmm. I am now. It's been a long, long time.
1: Yeah, and things have been pretty quiet on the Brewer front. I think as we get closer to spring training, things are going to yeah.
0: Start and, and, and Stearns, you know, Stearns is going to
1: make one move. Yeah,
0: you know, it's and he didn't make the moves last year. What till late January, I think, right. if I'm not mistaken. Plus, so. there's
1: still some pretty high-priced and high-quality free agents that are out there. Or some trades that could be made, too. Yeah,
0: so. yeah absolutely so. We, we will uh, save Brewer Talk for another podcast, uh, but today I want to uh, focus on the topic that everybody seemingly in Wisconsin is talking about, and that's the Green Bay Packers head coaching search. Man, I'll tell you, it's it, it's interesting. It, even though they're not in the playoffs, the Packers are still dominating the news. Yeah, you know? It's unbelievable, and you, you and I were talking about this before, but... Some group called uh, Media Watch had a uh, report this morning that of the 50 most-watched sporting events last year, in the year 2018, 40, count them, 40 of them were NFL games. Yeah. <laughs> and the other 10 were Olympic activities. That's pretty amazing. So it just reinforces how much the NFL is loved by people in this country. Yeah, and I can't imagine what it is in Wisconsin because I think Wisconsin football followers, you know, Packer followers, it's like another level. I mean, you know, isn't it
1: interesting too with all of the stuff that was going on with Kaepernick and people are going to boycott watching the NFL. Yeah, yeah. and still the NFL has an audience. Yeah, it hasn't gone away.
0: Yeah, and and certainly the Packers, even though they had a. uh, really bitterly disappointing season I mean the final game of the year which was absolutely meaningless they weren't going to the playoffs they were playing a bad team and they still packed Lambeau Field yeah you know it just tells you about the uh, dedication and devotion of Packer fans uh, absolutely. toward the uh, green and gold so yeah. anyways I, I just wanted to start out talking about the uh, coaching hunt here for the Packers and there have been you know probably about 10 or 12 names mm-hmm. thrown out there and yep. like Chuck Pagano and Jim Caldwell. and the immediate reaction I had and I'm sure it was the immediate reaction of most Packer fans is like why bother with those two guys? You know they, ha- they haven't done anything exceedingly well over a long period of time. That's why they're unemployed at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I-, I was thinking like retreads, okay. And then I go, you know what, if you get up, get caught up in that word retread, I think you're asking for trouble because we've seen it enough in all sports, whether it's basketball, baseball, football. So-called retreads that have gone on become great coaches somewhere else. Yeah. And the classic example is Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he was hired by New England, everybody go, oh, God, you know, he, he faltered in Cleveland, he didn't right. do well, and it was doom and gloom for the Patriots. Uh, that, that turned out pretty well.
1: It did, and I think my, my reaction to some of the names, a lot of the names being thrown out there, is that the Packers are doing their due diligence. You know, it almost feels like they're going to interview as many people as they can. They're going to interview as many minorities as they can. Mm-hmm. You know, the Packers are one of the, I guess you could say, elite NFL franchises. If any franchise is going to go through the proper way to hire a head coach, I think that's what the Packers are doing. They might interview 12, 15 people. They may have the one candidate that they want to hire, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to go through the process, and I think going through the process sends a message to the league that we're one of the elite franchises. We're going to go through the process and, and interview as many candidates and even some of the minor, minority candidates. That's my take on it. I don't know if that's uh, you know reality, yeah. but that's my take on what's going on here because – Boy, they've got a lot of interviews set up.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? It, it's not all bad, and I'll tell you why uh, I feel this way. is because even if you didn't want Candidate X to be your guy, yeah. you might glean something that could help your franchise. Absolutely. He's going to give you a perspective maybe you didn't have right. about your team. Like, hey, you know what? we got to do this. we got to do that. You yeah. know, and, and it certainly
1: doesn't hurt to have oodles of information and and let's not forget the point too that they're going to have a complete staff to assemble yes what's to say that there may be some of these candidates that even if they don't get chosen as a head coach might be interested or have an affinity to joining the staff as an offensive coordinator a defense coordinator or maybe even as a position coach you don't know that right a lot of people that are out of work a lot of people you know, I think Green Bay is a destination. So I think there are people that would look at it. This is a place I'd like to be.
0: Yeah, and you know what? After we've spent the last several minutes talking about how retreads could do the job <laughs> if given a second chance, I don't yeah. want to retread. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I I really don't. I agree with you. You know, you look back at some of the uh, coaches that, that got first time head coaching jobs with the Packers, like Holmgren, you know, he yeah. sees the moment, you know? Yeah. You look at Mike McCarthy, first-time head coach. He sees the moment. Even Mike Sherman, first-time head coach, sees
1: the moment. There seems to be a history.
0: Yeah. Now, having said that, I don't want them to let a college coach try to seize the moment. (laughs) I I just have no faith in in college coaches coming into the NFL. And, you know, you and I talked
1: about this earlier. Obviously, uh, the guy from Northwestern. Fitzgerald, yeah. Fitzgerald. uh, There's a lot of talk in speculation that he's a candidate. Like I asked you, would he even be a candidate for an NFL job if it wasn't for the fact that Mark Murphy hired him at Northwestern? I mean, is he a candidate for the Jets or for Arizona or for any of these other teams that have openings? No, his name has not The only position you um, hear him mention for is the Packers. Yeah.
0: He hasn't been mentioned with any of, of the numerous other openings uh, in the NFL. I think he is the ideal college coach. I mean, for his sake, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't even have any interest in, in coming to Green Bay or any other NFL spot. Well, the worst
1: part is it was his comment that says, I'm not going anywhere. Because, oh. you know, that's code for... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> exploring, I'm exploring all options. Well,
0: I, I'll tell you what. If that was the case... I mean, his credibility would take a major hit because, I mean, he's associated with the Packers. I mean, everybody's following the Packers, yeah. not only in, in the state, but nationwide, even yeah. internationally. And this guy comes out and says, hey, he's not leaving. And right, right away, you, you question his credibility going forward. Yeah. You can't trust the guy, you know? Right.
1: Well, I then mean, the other part of it, too, Gary, is it's not like Northwestern is up there with Alabama and Clemson. Exactly. I could see if you had, you know, Dabo, Sweeney, and... Uh, uh, Saban. And yeah. Saban that say, yeah, I'm ready to make a jump. They would definitely be at the top of the list. No, no Northwestern question. is not... No. You know, one of those high-profile college
0: No, programs. no, and, he, and he's done a really good job with, Absolutely. with with limited resources and the whole bit. But yeah. he just seems like to be a good fit for that school. I mean, they, I agree. the alums love him, players love him, everybody associated with the program loves
1: him, and he, yeah. he seems to love it there. So. And you know what, Gary, if, if in five years from now, Northwestern has, uh, has become a perennial top-ten team, and he's really done a great job. And maybe he becomes a name that you start to see more and more right. as somebody that could be in the NFL. I just don't see it right now. Okay.
0: Now that you and I are on the same page <laughs> about not even entertaining any, any college uh, potential uh, candidates, yeah. I feel the same way about defense coordinators, guys that have been in the NFL who have done a good job. There there's some tremendous defense coordinators uh, yeah. in the league, but... If you look back at the Packers' success recently, all offensive minded guys. Right. You start with, you know, I mean going back to McCarthy, going back to mm-hmm. Sherman, going back to Holmgren. Yeah. And it's even more so now around the entire NFL. I mean, you look at the Rams, you look at KC, arguably the two best teams in yeah. the NFL, they're offensive minded. Exactly. And the way the rules are established now in the NFL, it's it's very hard for defenses to really excel on a consistent basis. At some point, somebody's going to run up points on you. So
1: yeah.
0: uh, to me, it's like, hey, it's all about the offense. And right. you, you look at Jim Caldwell and you look at Pagano and these guys, and uh, not only retreads, but they're kind of defensive-minded. They, they, to me, simply have to look at an offense coordinator if
1: they go the NFL route. I think if you look at the resources the Packers have, the biggest resource being Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. I think you've got to get somebody in there that can best work with him, and that's obviously an offensive-minded head coach who's going to come in and be able to work with Rodgers and take advantage of his skill that may or may not be the same three years or five years from now. As we've talked about, that window with Rodgers continues to close.
0: Yeah, and you know, you you heard the rumors uh, about how, it's, how difficult it is to coach Aaron Rodgers, and, and you know what? Having been in sports a long time and covered a lot of professional athletes and coaches, that's not unusual. If you got yeah. arguably the best player in the game, he's going to be a handful at some point. Yeah. He's going to express himself sure. knowing that he holds the cards. I mean, having said that, I, I, I think back to when Phil Jackson was the coach of the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who the main man in that team was. It was yeah. Michael Jordan. Phil Jackson befriended Michael Jackson early. When or Michael Jordan. Sorry. Did I say Michael Jackson? He might have been. <laughs> he might have befriended Michael Jackson. My, Michael Jackson grew up just down the road, by the way, <laughs> outside of Chicago. That's so, right. but uh, yeah, Michael Jordan, and what a great relationship they had. You yeah. know, I mean, they were on the same page for the most part. Yeah. And uh, you, you saw it happen, but it's absolutely imperative that. The new head coach hits it off with Rodgers right away, because if the Packers are going to have any chance at all yeah. of getting back to the Super Bowl, Rodgers has to play
1: at a high level. Absolutely. I agree with that. You know, One thing I want to do, you, you mentioned about defensive coordinators, mm-hmm. and I have a quick question for you. How important is it that Mike Pettin stay with the team? Is that in any way, shape, or form a factor in who the Packers hire? You know what?
0: I, I don't think so. I, I'm a Mike Pettine fan. I, okay. I think he's a he's a very good defense coordinator. He he didn't have a full deck this year. It was a very right. apparent. I mean, he, he had yeah. injuries in defense line linebacker, uh, secondary, all three levels. They they were nicked up, and he didn't have a chance to really do the things that I'm sure he right. wanted to do. And yet, they were still pretty pretty formidable. You know, they defense, they were a yeah. decent defense. Yeah. but no, if I'm the head coach, whoever they bring in. And I'm Mark Murphy. I tell the head coach, it's your staff. You yeah, bring in whoever you want. Right. You know?
1: I agree, but I just wonder what part of that, you know, I wonder how much Murphy and Gutekunst liked Patton mm-hmm. to the point where they didn't want to lose him. And if they hi- end up hiring another coach, I just, and again, that's not to say that, you bring in a new coach that so he wouldn't keep that correct correct so, i mean he
0: might be receptive to keeping Penn. exactly so i mean yeah you can't you can't dismiss that but again you, you gotta let the coach I assemble his own staff and, and bring agree. in the guys he feels most comfortable with and yeah uh so forth now from an offense coordinator standpoint there's some intriguing names so you yeah. know who knows what the hell is going to happen right. going forward if they'll be good coaches but eric bm to me from kansas city right. Uh, is one guy that stands out. Any thoughts yeah. on him?
1: Yeah, he was somebody that I, uh, Gary, going back a few weeks and even months when the, the conversation started about, about a new coach, Biennami was somebody who I thought would be a really good candidate. Again, I, we don't know enough about him as a coach to know if he's ready to have his own team and his own staff. And, um, you know, how much of, of what we're seeing in Kansas City is Eric Biami. How much of it is Andy Reid? I don't know how much of it is just a talent fool that's there in Kansas City. Yeah, no, but to answer your question, uh, that's that's someone that I would um, highly think of and would see as a as a strong candidate. But I think you and I both know that the number one candidate is the offensive coordinator with the New England Patriots, Josh McDaniel, mm-hmm. And your thoughts on him?
0: Well, I, I, I like McDaniels. I, I've tweeted that out a couple of times. I mean, yeah, he's I, been your choice I, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, right from the get-go. But, you know, New Orleans has some interesting guy, Pete Carmichael, their yeah. offense coordinator. And I'm telling you, Joe Lombardi, I think, is going to be a hell of a coach one day. <laughs> uh, and, and I think he's actually been held back by his name. It you know, mean, yeah. that some people, you know, are maybe reluctant to do that. But, again, I, I think we may have touched on this uh podcast recently everything i hear from people in the nfl that i know they love the guy they yeah. think he's going to be an outstanding coach yeah. he's highly motivated he's likable has great rapport with
1: his players yeah uh seems driven so the problem um, with a, a guy like uh, carmichael and with even lombardi mm-hmm. is that they're, they're working for a coach who's an offensive minded yes coach and payton and sean payton so you, it does make you take a step back and say, okay, are these guys part of the uh, the reason that the Saints are so mm-hmm. prolific, or is it really more just Sean Payton and Drew Brees, and you know the Carmichael and Lombardi are kind of like the collateral benefactors? Absolutely. That I and you don't know that you don't know,
0: and, mm-hmm. and you know Nagy, you know was with Kansas City last right. year. He goes to the Bears. And he did I, one I like, terrific job. I, I mean, like
1: what he did with the Bears. Uh, he's
0: got limited talent and offense, and the Bears were uh, pretty yeah. pretty interesting team. I'll offense. still go back
1: to that first game against the Packers, when when in that first quarter they started running some of these trick plays. I thought, oh, okay, they got a coach now that's willing to you know open up the uh, playbook here. Yeah, and which is what he did, and he certainly did a great job.
0: You and I had lunch uh, earlier today. Yeah, uh, it was a great pizza, wasn't it? It
1: was very good. <laughs> I mean, from
0: two guys that love pizza, it was a great pizza. <laughs> it, was a good p- it was a very good pizza. Yeah, uh, you, you brought up an interesting name, and I haven't seen anybody yeah. write about it. I have not seen anybody talk about it.
1: Yeah, elaborate. Well, I, I was. I, I made the comment to you. I was curious that we hadn't heard Steve Mariucci's name mentioned. Right, and I said, "Is it because?" He's not a candidate, or is it because he's so entrenched with his work as a broadcaster, or is he has he made it very clearly known that he doesn't want to coach anymore? But I would have thought it seems like anytime there's an opening for a coaching, I mean you always hear Bill Cowher's name mentioned. True, you know, and and he's obviously he seems to be enjoying himself, you know at, at CBS, but. Yeah, I was surprised we haven't really heard Mariucci's name, actually. And I think he'd be a terrific coach.
0: You know, he's from the Upper Peninsula. He he, he worked for the Packers. Yeah. Very likable guy. I'm not saying that's a, a trait you have to have to be yeah. a head coach. In fact, it's probably more of a hindrance to be a likable probably. guy. <laughs> I mean, how, how many nice guys have ever won the Super Bowl, you know? The <laughs> last one is probably Tony Dungy. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't happen. Most of these guys got ego the size of Texas. and. Yeah. Uh, you know they're they're not media friendly. Just a lot of them aren't player friendly. And uh, but no, I, I think that's an intriguing name, and uh, it, it'll be interesting. The the one thing that I think is also very very important for the Packers is that they wrap this up relatively quickly. I know they want to interview people, yeah, but it can't be dragging on. And the reason I say that is because. One, the NFL combine is just around the corner in Indianapolis. You want a head coach in place so he can go down and be a part of that interview process for prospective selections in the draft. And then right after that, you got free agency. You want this coach to be on the same page with your general manager and your president. And uh, to me, the sooner the better. Yeah. as far as hiring a
1: head coach. I, I agree, and you and I talked a little bit about this, is if one of their candidates that they really want, if their current team is still in the playoffs, mm-hmm. is that something where a decision will be made, an announcement will be made? And, and, and again, let's just use Josh McDaniel as an example. Let's say that he's the candidate, but yet New England makes a run and gets all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: Right. If, By the way, if they get to the Super Bowl, that's five times McDaniel would have been part of a Super Bowl team. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, impressive. Pretty, that's impressive. He knows He's a guy that knows what it takes to Absolutely. get to, get to yeah. a big one.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if, if McDaniel is the guy and the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, uh, again, my question to you was, are, would the Packers wait? Would New England prefer that they wait? So, I mean, that could take you till the first week in, in February. Or if the Patriots get bumped off and McDaniel is a candidate, who knows, the Packers might make an announcement the next day after yeah, the Patriots yeah, lose. So, yeah. I, again, I I don't know what the timing mm-hmm. of all this, and I agree with you. It's got to get done before a lot of these important things, but circumstances may dictate otherwise.
0: Yeah, you know, you were talking about Sean Payton before and, and a couple of guys in his staff. Their defense coordinator is another guy the Packers yeah. are interested in. Right. I remember uh, writing a column when the Packers were looking for a coach and they decided to take mccarthy yeah and i didn't have anything really against mccarthy i thought it was a good choice but at that time i preferred sean payton yeah <laughs> and uh That's you know they point, they right? have both gone on to you know obviously exceptional
1: yeah. it'd be interesting group. if uh, if the roles would have reversed what if payton would have ended up in green bay and yeah and maybe mccarthy ends up in new orleans, new orleans yeah
0: yeah
1: it's gonna be interesting to see
0: where mccarthy ends up now i you know i i don't want to belabor the point but the two teams that he is being mentioned with are the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets and yeah guess what both of them have great quarterbacks <laughs> McCarthy isn't
1: stupid yeah, well they're good young quarterbacks
0: yes yes yeah and i think precisely
1: the other, i think the, it wasn't the other team arizona was uh, another team that they were talking about mccarthy mm-hmm. and they've got an, a young quarterback as well yeah so yeah mccarthy could can you finals. see him with
0: Darnold, or can you see him with... Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, holy
1: cow. Yeah. Uh, Although, you know, the whole thing, and I know we're not talking about other coaching opportunities, but Greg Williams did a great job.
0: He did. Finishing up for the I Browns. I did.
1: I find it hard to believe that the Browns would walk away from the job he did. I mean, they, they went from no wins to, what, 7-8-1? and one, Yeah, something like that. And, that. and the, with some of the games they lost... They could actually be in the
0: playoffs this year. I, I agree. That's funny you mention it because I thought the same thing. If if I was a team that has a vacancy right now and Cleveland goes in the direction of McCarthy, i, I would, give Williams I uh, a, a bid. Greg
1: Williams yeah, real, real fast. Yeah, absolutely. That's I, a great point.
0: You know, yeah. so, I mean, he, he definitely deserves a shot to be a head coach uh, yeah. at some point. So now the big $64,000 question. Who do you want, Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst? to hire as the new Green Bay Packers coach.
1: I think the favorite and, and and I think the guy that obviously most everybody is writing and talking about is Josh McDaniel. I think that would be my choice. I guess if there was a dark horse, um, I'll, I'll stay with the one guy that I mentioned a lot earlier was Eric mm-hmm. Um Again, you don't know what's going to happen with Josh McDaniel, but it seems like everybody that writes and talks about the Packers opening seems to think that McDaniel is the right fit for the Packers. So I'm going to go with the favorite and say McDaniels with maybe b as a a little bit of a dark horse if they don't get McDaniels.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, I've gone a record from day one as soon as McCarthy was fired saying bring McDaniels. I yeah. mean, to me, you you can't have a coach come in here that hasn't had exceptional Success, right? And like I said before, if he goes to Super Bowl, that'll be five Super Bowls yeah. he's been to. He's been a part of two winning Super Bowl teams. Yeah. I like the fact that he's forty-two years old. He's hungry. You know, he backed out of the Indianapolis Colts jobs. And I just wonder now, in light of the Colts' success and getting to the playoffs, if he wish he yeah. had taken that job exactly. because Andrew Luck was healthy this year, at least yeah. in recent weeks, and yeah. uh, he's been outstanding. No, I I just think he's the safest pick. Uh, I talked to uh, a friend of mine who dealt with him in the media out in Denver, and he said that uh, this image of McDaniels being a jerk was totally overblown. He Mm -hmm. said he can be a little standoffish at times, but he said that he had a fine rapport with him, actually a good rapport with him. Yeah. And anybody that has good rapport with one of my friends, hey. (laughs) (laughs) It can't the, be an all-bad. The <laughs> fact that you even have any friends is, is important. He, he, he overcame incredible odds. That's <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, that, that's that's my guy. And uh, I, I do like Carmichael from New Orleans, just the fact that he, he did uh, mentor under Sean Payton. Yeah. And then, you know, Vietnam would be in my top four or five and go from there. But those guys in, in particular stand out.
1: I thought it was interesting. I read a comment that Joe Philbin had made, and I, I, I don't know if it was a yeah. direct quote. I think he had made a comment that, because apparently he is going to interview uh, for the job with the Packers. Right, right. But if he didn't get it, that he, he wouldn't say no to remaining with the team in some capacity, which I thought was an interesting statement. Yeah. No,
0: I, I think they have to make a clean break. Uh, I just looked, I, I've seen too many teams in the, in the past keep guys on. Yeah. that had a relationship with the prior regime, and it just didn't work. So yeah. nothing against uh, Joe Philbin, but uh, whoever the Packers hired, they they got to let them clean house and bring in some fresh uh, perspective, fresh yeah. outlooks, and fresh, and, and most importantly, some new offensive plays.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. But let me offer a, a, an interesting scenario. Let's say Josh McDaniel is the co- head yeah. coach. Yeah. They hire a new offensive coordinator, but Joe Philbin is asked, to stay on as the quarterbacks coach, because of his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. No,
0: no. Okay, I I, I really don't. And, and again, I I'm, I like Philman as a person, but when you, when you he took to over clean. there, there wasn't anything that he did in that four game stretch that okay. said, "Wow, I you know, you got to keep him around." And, okay, so you want uh, to clean. The- I, I just want to clean house. They they need some fresh air up there. Okay. I mean, it, it's very apparent. The body language of the players in the last couple games right. told it all. Right, and they need somebody in there that hey is going to open up some eyes and
1: yeah,
0: uh, just have some new ideas. So,
1: and I think just a quick statement too is that it's going to be an interesting off season not only for who they hire as a head coach, but but to see which players, veteran players, are still going to hang around because yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of players that were pretty good. Sayonara, that are going to be uh, not with the team.
0: Oh, no, no. Yeah, fixing. we're, we're, we're going to do a, a podcast on that in a couple weeks. So Seriously? I hope to be. <laughs> I think there might be some interest uh, in Packer Nation about that. Oh. I, I, I'm going to be talking to some of my uh, friends oh. <laughs> that, that actually worked for some NFL teams and get some okay. input from them. And we'll I hope we're going to do
1: something on, on the Admirals sometime soon.
0: You would. <laughs> I love the Admirals, though. I, I'm telling you, I will go to an Admirals game within the next two weeks.
1: They I, are I,
0: they, they are fantastic.
1: They're I think, a lot of fun.
0: I mean, for the price, the entertainment, don't get me started. <laughs> and, and
1: shout out to John Greenberg, former uh, Brewers PR guy. Great guy. Doing a great job. All right. Want
0: to want to say hi to any other friends? <laughs> anybody? Else, anybody else? I I can see our next podcast. You'll have a list of about twenty five guys. You want? To... Yeah. Before we get started,
1: I like to thank about twenty. people.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, we've had enough time to move on and let uh, people do what they want to do. That's uh, far more important than listening to podcasts. <laughs> but anyways, hey, good talking to you. Thanks for the insight. Thank you. You're. And uh, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you the next time. Take care. For more sports news, check back every Tuesday for our latest show. You can also follow Gary on Twitter at GaryWoofle and Wufflespressbox.com.